This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How you been? I'm good, bro. How are you, man? Yo, are, are you Filipino? You're Filipino, Yeah, man, right? I'm Filipino. I'm actually Filipino, too. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm Filipino, Sorry. too. Okay, tell me this, bro. Why are there so many Filipino barbers? Yo, <laughs> I don't know, man. Everyone wants to become a barber nowadays. That, that ass, like, whoa, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's this wave of everybody. All, almost all the Filipino people our age, they want to be barbers. That's actually true. Where'd that come from? I have no idea, man. I feel like it's just the hustle. You think it's the hustle? Yeah, I think it's the hustle. Yeah, because we all come from, like, I guess, immigrant families. Yeah. It's just like the grind, right? Exactly, yeah. But yo, I don't know. Like, it's either you're in that and you're in that FBA type of, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, that. Yeah. that <laughs> it's so stereotypical now. Yeah. Like all Filipinos play in the FBA and then become barbers, or yeah, or there's like a it's second side to that. Barbary. Or there's a second side like your ukulele Filipino. Ukulele Filipino. You know those ones? No, what is that? You don't know ukulele Filipinos? Ukulele. Filipino. The, the the man's that sing and have those like um the Bruno Mars hats. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a whole yeah, other side yeah. of it too. So it's like you got you got the jock Filipinos, okay, which play ball, yeah, and they end up with a barber, yeah. or you got you got the like the singer ones. Oh yeah, the singer. Filipinos. You feel me? Every every Filipino can sing, bro. Yeah, I can't sing though. You can sing? No, nah, I can't. Can you? Nah, bro, I can't okay. sing. But for a long time, I thought I could. You, you know when you have those those Filipino jams, and then like your yeah, your the titas and lolas, they're My like. Mom can sing though. Oh word. Yeah. Wait, what's your, your favorite song? <laughs> Yo, I don't know. It's a Filipino song, man. <laughs> you, you know, um, you know that song, My Way. My. My way. All the all the Tito sing it. It's like um my way. It, I think it's Frank Sinatra or some shit. I'm talking about. Mm. Any any time you go to a Filipino jam and they're doing karaoke, hundred percent one of the Lolos or Titos, they're singing that song. So take this in. So in the Philippines, they actually call it like a cursed song. So anytime it's sung, the chance of a murder increases by sixty percent. What? Yeah. So in the Philippines, right? Because you know how they have all those like karaoke bars and shit? Yeah. So they did a study, like that ass, they did a study. Anytime somebody sings that song, for some reason, they always beef or there always ends up being like a fight or a murder because of that song. Someone sang that song. What? Bro, no way. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Yeah, I don't I don't know why though. Cause it might it might be because that's everybody's favorite song to sing. And they're like, nah, you can't sing it because I wanna go. That might be what it is. But for whatever reason, that song is supposedly like the curse song. <laughs> bro, that's creepy. Right? It's weird. It's but weird. I've never, song. I've never heard of that song, bro. Maybe it's, it's, some, I... it's some next like French Sinatra song. Mm. I'm pretty sure. But yeah. So you're born here though, right? I was born in Manila, bro. Oh, you were yeah. born in Manila, yeah? I was born in Manila and I came here when I was four. You were born here? I was born here. 
Where you don't have an accent though. No, I can understand Tagalog, but I cannot speak it. Yeah, yeah, that's me too. That's me too. Cause um, my dad is Visaya, and my mom's side is Tagalog, so I always gets mixed up. So I don't, I never learn. Yeah, but that's a problem. I think, I think all the all the people here they call us. Bacon's, yo. Bacon's. You heard that? You heard that term? Bacon's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Like all the Filipinos call us bacon's because we're born here. Interesting. Or I'm born here, at least. You're not. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what they call us. Oh, interesting. So tell me your story, fam. Like tell me how you found your TikTok success. Well, um, I'm a 17 year old barber, right? Mm-hmm. So I started cutting hair in grade nine. Mm-hmm. And then I've been cutting hair for about three and a half years. I just graduated high school. Oh, so, yeah. So I graduated high school and I'm turning 18 this year. So I've been cutting hair for about like four years since I was like 14. Yeah. Bro, like, I, it's a hustle, right? Mm-hmm. So grade nine, I was cutting hair out of my apartment. Yeah. And yo, like, I was cutting hair for like five bucks. Where? Five bucks. Five bucks. But the only thing is that no one would trust me with their hair when I first started. So yeah. I bought my first pair of clippers. It was the Walt Magic Clips. Mm hmm. And then after that, um, I would go around my school asking my friends, like, yo, like, come get a haircut from me. Yeah. And then everyone would be like, nah, nah, nah. Like, what are you doing, man? You're, you're going to actually start cutting hair? I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm serious. Because mm. it, it, it takes that first person to be like, yeah, yeah I trust exactly. him, right? Because nobody wants to, like, mm. be the test dummy. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So what I had to do is I had to cut my own hair, bro. Word. Yeah, so I cut my own hair. And then after that, I messed my hair up so many times. Did bro. you? Bro, I'd pull up to school and my hairline would be crooked. <laughs> People would be like, yo, what are you doing? And yeah. I buzz, buzz my head. Like, bro, I, like, I love my hair, the curls and everything. But, yeah. bro, like, I, I buzz my head. I tried giving myself a fade and mm-hmm. everyone just keep dissing me and i was like like, so how how do you how do you end up learning like to cut hair though was it just youtube videos yeah, was it so, like an apprentice whatever yeah so i looked up to the barbershop i work work at right now so i work mm-hmm. at platinum hair design yeah just by kipling and lake shore and those guys been teaching me the ways so i would get my haircut before once a week mm. so i'd show him my progress i'd be like yo like this is my haircut this is yeah. my haircut this is, like i was showing him pictures of like my own my own hair mm-hmm. trying yeah. to get like tips yeah. and tricks yeah exactly yeah. like can give me some tips i'd watch him how he would cut my hair mm. right so my first barber that that was there his name was Mo. Mm-hmm. Right? He was, he was, he's an Arab guy. And yeah. like he, he, Shout out Mo. Yeah, yeah he, he did my hair really nice. So then I would go home after the after the cut and I liked the way he did it. Just like learn so from it. Right? Yeah, I learned from it. And then um, I finally ended up getting one of my one of my friends to come through after my hair started looking better. Yeah. After cutting it for so long. Mm-hmm. So after I got one of my friends to come, I murked his head, man. Yeah. So <laughs> the lineup, bro. Yeah. Like, it was cut. Like little, it was like bleeding. Oh, like, shit. Like the whole lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, "That was your first time cutting." That was my first time cutting. Oh fuck! Right, and then <laughs> my, you know the straight razor. Yeah, yeah, like, you, bro. I, as soon as I put the blade in, like I cut my thumb right away. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, so bro, like it was, it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> he had to go to school the next day, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, bro, look at what he did!" Yeah, like, bro, like. But that's what you gotta learn from, right? Exactly. Because so everybody like, starts somewhere. Yeah, so I learned from those mistakes, and I knew what I did wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, so then I fixed those, and then after I cut him, um, more people started coming. Mm-hmm. Right? So some of his boys started coming. They gave me a shot. Yeah, and I still cut those guys till this day. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. so they really stuck with me. So those guys are the OGs. That's some real shit. Yeah. 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 And then after that, um, it started progressing more. And then... Where was the point you're like, okay, this is something I want to do as a career? Because that's a mm-hmm. big step, right? Yes. Because when you're in high school, that you're, you were still young. What, what age were you when you first started? Like, your first cut? Yeah, so my first haircut was like when I was like 14. You're like 14, huh? Yeah. Yeah, bro. So when you're at that age, you're like, you're trying everything, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking even at your courses. Where am I going to go? What's my future going to be? Yeah. So what was the big kind of kicker for you to be like, okay, I want to cut hair? Yeah, so initially... I 
Asha wanted to be like a dental hygienist. Where teeth and stuff. I love going to the dentist. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I'd fall asleep when the dentist cleaned my teeth. Where? <laughs> but then when I wanted to start actually taking barbering seriously was mm-hmm. actually last year, bro. Oh yeah. Last year when I started TikTok, man. So that's that's when you graduated too, right? Um, or you graduated no, no, this I year? Graduated this year. Oh, but true. Last year, COVID. Yeah. Like, when it was locked down, the first. So time. so you're telling me the TikTok success is what pushed you? Exactly. Where? Bro, I didn't wasn't taking barbering seriously. It was just like a side thing. Yeah. And then once I started blowing up on TikTok, everything changed for me. Damn. After that, like you seen my series, cutting a millionaire. Yeah, yeah, that's going crazy. I'm going to extravagant homeless businesses and cutting their owners. Mm-hmm. How did that start? Like, how did you get the first like millionaire cut? Yo, so how I got the first millionaire was it's just a network. Yeah. So you know, like I, I was cutting um Aaron Van Kamen. You know the guy who knocks on doors and asks you, well, what do you do for a living? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so <laughs> he, I've been cutting his hair since before he started TikTok. Oh, even so before I, that. Yeah, so we, yeah, we built a relationship, and then he started doing like TikTok and stuff, and then once he started doing those videos mm-hmm. he got me in touch with 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 this guy he's, his name is david the feld bro he's a like a real estate lawyer yeah. yeah he has money man and then um after that like i cut his hair we made a video bro that video hit 10 million views on tiktok Word. 10 million views that, that was the first one yeah that was the first one that's crazy yeah and then after that like i started reaching out to more people i'm like yo mm-hmm. look at this i got 10 million views let's make yeah. a video too mm-hmm. so i started reaching out to more and more guys you know north face rally yeah 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 so north face rally is like a supercar club mm-hmm. the gta those guys are sick they have like a lot they're of balling. Yeah, they're balling. They have, <laughs> yeah. They have some really nice cars, bro. So I started reaching out to a bunch of those guys, and then after that, I just kept going on from there. Mm-hmm. Right. So now they're reaching out to me, and now everyone wants to make a video with me. Yeah. yeah. So, so those first few um, barber TikToks, those weren't the first like TikToks you were doing at the time, though, right? You're yeah, doing so, like other TikToks. So the first TikToks um, was just, I was kind of screwing around, yeah, doing some of the trends when it was like lockdowns back when I was on like five thousand followers. Mm. But then once the barbershop opened up mm-hmm. after the first lockdown, boom! I started making haircut videos, and then once i noticed that people started coming in more Word. then i was like yo like i gotta keep making these videos man yeah like it was working because honestly tiktok is a secret weapon it is because people don't know that though it changes yeah. lives yeah. it changed my life changed your life changed fucking charlie d'amelio's life <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean for real bro like i was clowning tiktok yeah me too me yeah. too i told my sister that this that that's what i told my sister you'll never see me on that app <laughs> i told yeah, her that i told I her told that like years ago too. i'm like yo i'm never doing this tiktok stuff. yeah <laughs> like dancing it's not for me but it's not just dancing you show off your creativity you show mm-hmm. off who you are on there exactly like, it's a great community man because when it first came out we saw it is all like fucking the mm-hmm. jokes and shit yeah no yeah. it was cringe honestly it, it, was, it was cringe, cringe. It, was, it was cringe and it still kind of has that it aesthetic does. you know it what i mean it still yeah, has yeah. that aesthetic but yeah. it's it works because everybody's does. on there and i think what it was it was kind of like when instagram first came out everybody's instagram feed was what it was like pictures of landscapes yeah pictures of what they're eating right now what has it became like streetwear it became like fashion everybody's showing off their fit pics it's like a portfolio exactly you are, yeah yeah instagram became facebook in mm-hmm. a sense so that's why tiktok is so crazy is because everybody's on there but we don't know where it's going right like it can change and we don't we we don't really understand everybody's on there and there's so much success that can come out of it as long as you post and you never you never know when one tiktok just might change your life exactly just like just like that even instagram reels too bro oh yeah instagram Instagram reels Reels. you posted on there too yeah i'm starting to Mm. to pop off but the thing is i don't know why like whenever i post my 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 clips on on instagram it's different. It's different engagement. I don't know why. But you get you get a lot of followers from that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Is it working for you? Um, so far I'm just getting like ten, twenty thousand views on it. But like I'm aiming for the millions. I got I need yeah. something to blow up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's the what's the next um 
creative aspirations are you gonna do with your videos now? Cause you gotta yeah. you gotta keep stepping up the game, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bro, like I was talking to one of my clients, bro, yeah. and we wanna make a video where where I cut his hair mm -hmm. and then we fly out to Dubai and do a scene there. Oh shit. Back, yeah. We wanna do something crazy. We really wanna step up the step up the level for the for this whole millionaire cut series. Yeah. You should yeah, yeah literally fly all There's across the crazy, world. Bro. And I'm only I only have twenty four parts in the in, in the series, bro. Mm. And I still have more lined up off my sleeve, man. Do that. So I still got do a lot that. more videos to go. Yeah. Do that. And honestly, vlog it too i will just show your I day will. in the life that's what I, that's what i'm gonna do youtube mm -hmm. i'm gonna start youtube and then i'm gonna show the day in life it's gonna be like 10 minute videos of me driving to these cribs mm -hmm. showing like who these guys are showing the cool stuff that they have and just chilling yeah because yeah, bro people what, like that what sells is is personal brand really because mm -hmm. people tune into you not because not just because of the content itself but because of you your personality what you project right so what i see who who's the who's the greatest influencer you think of today the greatest influencer mm -hmm. who do you think because i have i have a mm -hmm. answer for it but i want to know who you think like in what category in i guess like social I mean, media social media not social not media not like general? music not celebrities with just being an influencer yeah who do you think in social media game how about you answer that you answer that i think this is what i personally yeah, think yeah. the goat of social media is either ksi or logan paul but listen i was gonna say logan paul bro listen a lot of people hate on logan paul and shit yeah. i'm like that was me too I, mm -hmm. I i didn't like him before either but it was a moment where i realized it was a moment where i was put in the position of doing his job right mm -hmm. where i'm running my own podcast i'm running my own content and trying to branch off into other things this guy he has a, he has everything down he made sure every person that watches the videos translates into a true fan because look there's two types of fans there's a casual and then there's a ride or die right okay so the big thing is whenever someone watches your content you want to transform them into a ride or die fan like a yeah. real supporter yeah no matter what you do they're gonna watch it yeah you can post a video about look, pokemon cards and then they'll, they'll watch it right yeah, exactly so when you have those type of fans it doesn't even matter whether you have like five million if you have five million followers right but only five thousand of them are real fans you only really have five thousand you get me because what is a view compared to a supporter yeah right mm -hmm. someone who can buy the products exactly just watching you mm -hmm. yeah. and that's why logan paul is so smart because i know you're doing this too mm -hmm with your your own hair products right yeah. you want to talk a little bit about that yeah sure so what what came up to you like i want to make my own hair products too because that's really smart yeah i love i love putting products on my hair mm -hmm. i like defining the curls and just just like applying them yeah and then i was sponsored before by a hair product mm -hmm. right? i don't want to say no names but i was sponsored before by a hair product and um they signed me on they signed me on to like a, like a deal yeah right and then i started promoting their brand and i made their company like 5g's in, in the term of three months back when Word. i only had five, back to when i only had like five hundred thousand followers. yeah mm -hmm. i posted only like two videos mm -hmm. and then i made the company five grand in three months yeah. two videos only when i had five hundred thousand, mm -hmm. but now i have three million it's crazy like what if i make a video again yeah you know what i mean they're profiting that's, so much exactly and they tried signing me on a three-year deal mm, that's like, where they get you bro exactly they try to sign me on a yeah. three-year deal they see they seem like this kid has potential mm -hmm. so they signed they tried to sign me on a three-year deal and i was like can't do it yeah so i was like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna make my own product who gave you that idea was it you or so was it was someone own? yeah to make your own yeah so um uh a man named sherard mm -hmm. so sherard mcqueen he he's He's a real estate developer yeah. and he's a CEO of M5V Developments. Mm -hmm. And he's the one, he's like, yo, JB, you gotta start your own.
your own product, bro. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I gotta do it. Because, yeah. bro, if you're building this huge brand, right? Yeah. And you have those, like I said before, those ride or die fans, they're gonna buy the product because they're true fans of you rather than just you promoting something. You know what I mean? Because, look, let's say, let's say I have a, I have an ad on here. Yeah. And I, and I promote something random, right? Like, let's say a water bottle. Right, they're not gonna vibe with it unless like I promote it well and unless I show my true heart in it, right? But what is easier is to show your true heart in a product you own yourself. Yeah, you'll right? work harder if it's yours. Exactly, mm -hmm. it's natural too. It's natural too, and it always it goes back to where you're building this brand, and at the same time you're building this brand, you're building your other brands. Yeah, right. So let's say you have you have your content, you have your hair products, you have your vlogs. Each one holds a step in a bigger pyramid, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's it all comes together it's an empire mm -hmm, it's yeah. an empire so what's your what's your goal in the end what do you want to see i just want to i just want to see some success man mm -hmm. you know? I don't what, what's success to you though what's success to you because well, you can't just say success you gotta yeah. be you gotta be specific i want to take care of my family i want to mm -hmm. be happy too bro i yeah. don't come from money so just at home it's just me and my mom mm -hmm. it's me and my mom and um she works night shift when so she's sleeping during the day and i'm hustling during the day mm -hmm. so i really want to i really want to get her out of that and you know like it's our parents are immigrants yeah my dad and my mom are divorced my dad's in Brampton mm -hmm. and he's just paying the mortgage so I just want to be able to take care of my parents and my family mm -hmm. and then the rest just want to create a legacy that's good shit bro yeah, that's bro. good shit this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yeah, because that's really important, right? Because yeah. you really you really want to make something not just for yourself, but for something that will last generations. Mm -hmm. I want to inspire a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I get messages all the time, like, because of you, I started cutting hair. Because of you, I picked up my first clippers. And mm. you know, that means a lot to me. Yeah, bro. Because before, I, I was looking up to so many, so many barbers. And, and now to be an inspiration is, it, it changes, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Who is that person for you? So there's, uh, I say like the Michael Jordan of barbering right yeah. now is Vic Blunt. Right, so yeah. he, he's, he's really really trending right now and he's doing really well giving out the is know, he an like, asian barber no he's a he's a white guy that gives out the haircuts in public oh yeah, that guy yeah. yeah yeah so i always watch his videos is, is he from like, la or um i think he's from atlanta bro. atlanta yeah. yeah so he's a really sick barber bro and i've always looked up to the to the owners that um, that i work at the shop i work at mm -hmm. so paul and kyle those are the owners that taught me how to cut hair mm -hmm. yeah. yeah if you weren't cutting hair what do you think you'd be doing right now i'd probably i'd probably be in school right now man is in school for what though I, what though like did, did you have a plan yeah. even before this i wanted to do dental yeah like I said, oh yeah yeah my I bad my to, bad i wanted to be a dental hygienist so i'd probably yeah. be in school for that right yeah because for me bro it was weird well, before i started this i had a i had a clothing brand right oh really mm -hmm. Wico studios weird. and that kind of popped off on tiktok too that's where i got my first initial following i got like 17k i was i was selling out like hoodies 
Mm-hmm. And socks within like minutes, like five minutes, Why sold out the whole site. I didn't stop. The, the thing is, I didn't stop doing it. It's just I, I lost time, bro. Because yeah. when I started the podcast, yeah, I can't take everything with me, yeah. so I had to put like a backseat in one. I see, and then raise the other, right? Because that's what's hard is when you want to succeed in one aspect, one one side got to take a take a backseat. Yeah, you can't do everything at once. You can't do everything at once. Exactly. And there's a famous quote: if you want to be really, really good at something, you have to put like. Uh, has to be like 100% in one thing. Yeah. And that's what's tough, right? Cuz I'm the type of guy that wants to do everything. Do everything. Me too, bro. Yeah. Like I'm trying to have I'm trying to have a TV show, I'm trying to have products, mm-hmm. I'm trying to start YouTube. You'll do it, bro. Do it. Yeah, everything, bro. But it it's tough cuz when you're by yourself, yeah. cuz you have a team with you, it's just you. It's just you, right? Yeah, it's just me. Right mm-hmm. now it's just me. Yeah, see it's yeah. tough, bro. Cuz when you're by yourself, even just like advice, you got to you got to seek it out. Mm-hmm. Cuz when you don't have that team with you to like, okay, what else can we work on? Okay, I'm I'm going to give you this stuff right you have everything on your own and then that's when you gotta like that's when you really have to make those decisions okay what can i take on right without dropping you know so have you ever had to make a big decision like that before in your career or just even just in your life yeah so there was a big decision where should i work with this very established product Mm -hmm. brand or should i make my own Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so working with this brand could have opened up a lot of opportunities for me so i could have been the face of this product yeah i could have been the Mm. face of it and it's already established the product's already there and they're they're great products bro yeah and i had to make the decision whether i should go with them be Mm -hmm. the face of it or make my own and start from scratch yeah so i made that decision to make my own that's smart that's smart you know you got to take that risk Mm -hmm. risk to reward bro that's so important bro because not a not a lot of people take risks and that's when they miss out on that big opportunity and i think everything happens for a reason would you agree i believe in that i believe in timing Mm -hmm. everything does happen for a reason i believe in timing you ever had a moment in your life like some shit happened we're like yes yes bro Mm -hmm. yo so i live right across the street from araba yeah and my boss he's like yo jb grab me some lunch real quick Mm mm-hmm I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to walk. Across yeah, the street. yeah, yeah. But then I was like, okay, I'm gonna grab him some lunch. Mm. Across the street, Raba, I see a McLaren Where? supercar outside. The odds of a McLaren being outside of Raba for me—it's crazy. But when I grab his lunch, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I saw I saw the guy in the McLaren. I'm like, hey, bro, this is who I am. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. And boom, I just connected like that. Word. And he was yeah. uh, he was one of the millionaires in your series. No, right? not yet. No, not yet. Not, not yet. Oh. But, but see, that's that's what it is too. Like just connections. Like you have to, if you see something, if you want, you should approach them. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to somebody, just approach them and be like, "Hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. Okay, is there any advice you could give me?" Mm-hmm. And that's it, man. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are scared. They're nervous. But every time I see a nice car outside, yo, I I go I go to I go up to the car. I go up to the car, uh, the owner. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I that do. takes guts my though. That takes it guts. does. But it, my confidence built up over time as I built my portfolio. Mm-hmm. So like. Now being on TV, uh, I was featured on Breakfast Television, Global News, Blog TO. After that, you know, I have something to carry on me. Yeah. You know, I show mm-hmm. them, here, this is who I am. That's good shit. You know, so mm-hmm. just build your way up there, man. So were you always like that in school or did you did you find your confidence out of something? Yeah, so... Were you a shy kid or were you like... No, no, I was outgoing. You're outgoing, bro, huh? You know how I got my name out there, bro? Oh. Yo, I, I cut hair in the Tim Hortons. Word, you did? Yeah, in the Tim Hortons bathroom. Word, I didn't know that. Bro, how I got the name JB Always Fresh. Oh, you, you, know, you, know, you know, like the Tim Hortons thing? Yeah, yeah, Tim always, always fresh. fresh. Bro, I cut hair in the Tim Hortons. Oh, shit. Before my name was just JB Oh, wait, you the said barber. that on the, on the CP24 yeah, yeah, yeah. interview. <laughs> I just took that in. Yeah, bro, so I used to cut hair in the Tim Hortons bathroom. Yeah. And then after that, like... How was that? Did they kick you out? Yes. Did it? Yo, someone snitched on me. So oh, I was like, shit. hey, someone's, this, this kid's cutting hair in the Tim Hortons. Then the manager comes in. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm giving the man a lineup. And the yeah. game's around and he's sitting on the toilet, bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> bro. And they're like, he's like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, giving a man a lineup. And then after, <laughs> after that, like, lunch was over. And then I sit in class. And then, mm. next thing you know, the PA comes on. Jamil Busos. Oh, you got it. I'm like, yeah. And then I, w- I knew what I was in for, you know? Did you get, like, suspended or anything? I did. Oh, you did? Oh, they, he sent me home. He sent me home and then uh, suspended me for, like, two days. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then um, he called my mom. Yeah. But, yo, my mom works night shift, right? So she was asleep. Oh, she was but pissed. Mom, if you see this mom, like, you know, like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Look where we got now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're on the podcast. It was worth it. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. worth it. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, after that, he called my mom. My mom was asleep. She didn't pick mm-hmm. up. So, bro, as soon as as soon as soon he sent me home, I dashed home, bro. Yeah. I got home as soon as possible. And I went on her phone. <laughs> I deleted the post. Oh, you deleted it? <laughs> she still doesn't know till this day. That's but crazy. She, she might see this, so, you know, like, mm. now she knows. See, you got it. That, that's where it all starts is just breaking the dirt. You know what I yeah. mean? You got to start somewhere. And if you're, if you're quote unquote, your only shop you can cut hair is the, the Tim Hortons. And shit, you got to take that chance. You yeah. got to do it. Because yeah. no way you're going to realize, you, you're, no way you're going to find out the potential unless you take that first step of what you have already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's say let's say you want to start a podcast. A lot of people ask me all the time, like, yo, Carlos, how do I start a podcast, right? My, my best advice to them is always just, yo, you have a phone, right? Test it out yourself. Try talking to yourself. Try making a, a podcast just with your phone. Mm. Whatever you have, whatever you can afford. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter where you start, right? And I think you will agree with this. You're going to get better no matter what. Always. Right? There's always room for improvement, bro. Mm-hmm. And the more you do it, the more you get better. Exactly. Like, for example, when you, you, you're talking about cutting people's heads up. Progress. Progress. <laughs> they're yeah. bleeding and yeah. then now they're fresh. Exactly. Right? Crispy yeah. lineups only. Always exactly. fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, what, that's where it all starts. And a lot of people, they, they're scared of that. They're scared of, damn, I don't want, I want to take that risk. I'm, I, don't know if, I don't know if I'm ready for that leap. Yeah. So what's your advice for them? to get out of that, to get out of that kind of mindset of where, oh, I can't do it. I don't know if I can do it. My advice would be just stay focused. Mm-hmm. And if you really want to do it, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't care what other people think. Yeah. Because again, like when I first started, people always say, what are you doing? You can't cut hair. Like just stop. Just quit. Mm-hmm. I didn't quit. I see you have to stay motivated. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta remember why you want to start and why you want to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's just tunnel vision, bro. Just Straight focus. Yeah. yeah. Well, was this your first like job? Yeah, I've never had put you in never a had resume. A job? I've never put in a resume. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. But I, I always wanted to try working at McDonald's to see what's up. What it's I, like. I never worked a nine yeah. to five ever. Yeah, me neither. But I, you know, like I wanted, I wanted to see what it's like. But you know, I think I'm good. I think, I think ju- I'm good still. Yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah. some, just some people is just not for them. Yeah. Like I think a lot of successful people, especially, you can see right away, like. It's not meant for it. Their mm-hmm. their bones and their body isn't built for a nine to five. Yeah, you know what I realized too, bro. Mm-hmm. Most of these guys I've met, they don't really pers- they didn't really pursue school, and if they did go to school, they didn't they didn't use that knowledge. Yeah, the school doesn't teach you how to make money, bro. I preach it all the time, yeah. bro. And it's it's a very controversial topic too, because people are like, "Nah, you need it for like the backup, yo." Backup. Everyone tells me <laughs> Everybody that. says that everyone bullshit. Says, I hate it. Yeah, everyone says that. <laughs> yo, you should just go to school for backup, bro. You know what I always tell them? If you set up a backup for yourself, that means you already failed because you think you're gonna fail. Yeah, right. You shouldn't have a backup 
if you're going to something you gotta go full, full force. fledge yeah exactly full force with it and you gotta be confident full force and confident mm -hmm. well you what, believe you can do it how's your mom when you told her like yo, yo i want to do this at first like my parents was pretty furious man yeah yeah she 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 was like like go to school what are you doing mm -hmm. but then after i started blowing up on tiktok that's whatever you gotta do and then yeah yeah because um it's it's kind of that old mindset especially with immigrant families where yeah. i think especially filipinos they hate traditional bro they school, hate taking risks yeah yeah they're very comfortable where they're at. as long as they're happy they're good mm -hmm. you know, as long as there's food on the table and there's a roof over their head they're good yeah you know but that's why my mom brought me here for a better life right so mm -hmm. that's i'm trying to make that life even more better for her exactly right? bro because i always preach this like if if they took all those sacrifices to bring us here and have these opportunities we would be doing them a disservice by not taking the opportunities to maximize do this. On it, bro. Exactly. Because yeah. we have a chance to take that risk. They didn't have a chance to take that risk before. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't have TikTok. They didn't have these platforms where we can blow up off. The internet wasn't the same. It wasn't. It wasn't the same. But now we have these opportunities. You have to take them while you can. Yeah. There was no phones, man. Exactly. No phones. Exactly. No such thing as fucking social media before. Yeah. So everybody that wants to go out and try... You got to go try because this is the time in your life you tried. There's no there's no better time than today. Yeah. But again, like, you know, social media is not for everyone. It like, is. A lot of people don't like being in front of the camera, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. But um, well, were, were you shy in front of the camera at first or was it was it natural to you? Um, I was kind of just doing my own thing. You know, I mm -hmm. always had fun. Always having fun. <laughs> That's it. It just, I just happened to just be on camera, bro. Like, mm -hmm. Just uh, shooting videos. And I was just having fun. That's it. You'll take this yeah, in. I passion. Yeah, yeah, I never, I never even did like a demo run of this. I just like hopped on. I'm like, okay, let me try it. it. Yeah, I just did yeah. it, <laughs> and and it worked out, bro. Yeah, literally our first episode, boom. That's it. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Yeah, you just, just have like to that. do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a big part of it too is is seeing the market. Like, where do I fit in the market, and how can I change it, and where can I, where can I blow up off? Right, what, what's that viral moment to you? So, how did you come up with the doing the millionaire cuts? How did you come up with that viral idea? So at first, the name for the first video that I ever made that mm -hmm. hit 10 million views was actually called Cutting a Rich Client. Mm. That's what it was called, Cutting yeah. a Rich Client. And then after that, um, I made that video. It just kind of went with the flow. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it was a nice house, nice cars. It was my first ever like very wealthy, wealthy high-end clientele. Like you haven't you, seen you, a house yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, huh? exactly. Because I usually cut like what was the house high like? kids. What was the house Yo, like? it's a custom home, bro. Where? It's a custom home. It's so, it's something that you don't see. Like architecture-wise? Like, yeah. Like, like if you go driving around like the neighborhood, mm -hmm. like his, you can tell it that his out. house stands out. Where? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the kind of home I would want. Yeah. <laughs> right? So so he loves his home. I'm sure he does. And um that's how I got the name was just uh millionaire cuts. Millionaire so, cuts. It's something like, to it, you know. Just, yeah, it sounds right. Cutting a millionaire. Mm -hmm. You know, who where have you seen that before? Yeah. Bro, eventually I'm gonna be cutting a billionaire. Yeah, you will, eventually. bro. You will manifest that shit. Eventually I'll be cutting a billionaire. Are are you big into manifestation? Always, bro. Mm -hmm. I always told myself this is gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. See, I'm telling y'all, every single person I have I have on the podcast that has yeah. success is all manifestation. It works. Do you write down what you your goals, bro? Mm -hmm. I always write down my goals. Yeah, and all the I time. I always accomplish them. Yeah. That's the thing. So you work towards that goal. So I actually have this ritual every time, every every year before New Year's, I write a prediction and I say how many followers I'm gonna get. I say what's gonna happen to everybody in the group. Mm. Every single thing I said in that in that group chat and that text message happened. Every single every single time I did it, this happened for three years straight now. Because you work towards it, bro. You work towards you it. You work towards it. It's all in the mindset, though, right? Because yeah. did you always have the mindset, or 
how did you learn like I, I guess manifestation how do you so learn about it at first bro honestly before i blew up on tiktok and started meeting these guys mm -hmm. these millionaires i just wanted to open up a shop i was just like yeah i'm gonna cut here monday to saturday and just open up a shop maybe yeah. maybe open up a shop mm -hmm. and once i started meeting these guys surrounding myself with positive people my mindset changed mm. like i started now i'm gonna open up several shops mm. now i'm gonna have my own my own brands yeah you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drive super nice cars Mm -hmm. you know, have a nice mansion so how important is it for you to be around those type of people because a lot of people your age right because you're young they they wouldn't know how to get out there or meet these people what is your advice to them my advice would be don't be afraid mm -hmm. so reach out to anyone because having a mentor is very important yeah knowledge is something you can't put a price on that's, that's fact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but if you're not actually doing it you're not actually taking the risk then you're not going anywhere yeah. You take that knowledge and you put it to work. Mm -hmm. yeah, I haven't even made it yet, but I have a game plan and I'm going to execute. That's what's important. Yeah. As long as you have that and keep striving towards that, you'll make it. Exactly, bro. Right? Like, I want to come back to this podcast like like four or five years from now. And now I, I want to be celebrating with you, bro. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean, I want to celebrate. We'll be, we'll be in a proper studio too. Exactly, bro. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's so dope because I love, I love to see like local creators come up. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like right now a lot of local creators it's kind of their it's kind of their moment. Like we I haven't I haven't heard of Toronto creators like that coming up like this before, right? You just hear like a one two YouTuber. Yeah. But now I think it's just TikTok. Honestly, I think it's just TikTok. TikTok is like super hot right now, bro. Yeah. Everybody's blowing up off, off that shit. Like yeah. anybody can go viral. Yeah, that's the thing, but what are you going to go viral for? Mm -hmm. You can have probably like a one two viral video, but is it going to stay like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like some people just make, some people just post something stupid and then it'll go viral. Yeah. But they can't do it again. But, but they can't capitalize yeah, exactly, on it. You exactly. got to capitalize on success exactly. and bring it somewhere, right? Yeah. So this podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. But yo, um, cause you funnel all of your attention from TikTok to what? To your Instagram? I try to, bro. Yeah. No one wants to follow me on Instagram. I know, yeah. I don't know why. Cause we have five mil on, on TikTok. Right? And then my Instagram account's like, 26k i'm like what no way 26k yeah bro mine is like like 3.1 million 22k you know what i mean yeah i don't know why why is it like that what do you think honestly i don't know and then i see all i see these other tiktokers like these lip syncers you know yeah like, and then i look at their account and they have 200,000, but they have like they have like 800,000 on tiktok but then mm -hmm. 200,000 followers on ig it, it's how? weird how it translates it's yeah, weird I how it like translates I, yeah i don't know man. so so you always gotta like test and and trial what what works best or what what you can funnel the attention towards, right? Yeah. Because I, I notice a lot of the attention funnels straight to the YouTube rather than Instagram, YouTube, which is good though. Yeah. I, I feel like you just have to post content. Mm -hmm. You just have to post 
videos that people want to watch like why am i gonna follow this guy on instagram exactly yeah yeah um so what what are, what are your plans with content in the future you want to do like youtube yeah i'm gonna start doing youtube man mm -hmm. i gotta get i gotta hop on it so it's gonna be more long form videos it's more like chill talk just vlog showing the cool houses yeah going on a ride in the in the lambo mm. do you know um jeff wood Jeff Wittick. Yeah, yeah. So he has his own, sh like, YouTube The barber, yeah, the, the barber, barber guy. You should yeah. do something like that, bro. Yeah, so for him, his is, like, his is like sort of like a It's kind of like a podcast. Kind of yeah, like a podcast. Like they, like, podcast. talk to each other. Mm -hmm. But me, yo, I'm keeping it low-key, man. I might have a TV show, bro. Word. Yeah, man. A what TV if, show. I had a vision the other day. Yeah. Right? So I've been manifesting this. I, you know, have you ever watched iCarly Victorious? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, What if there's a show yeah. where they make, like, a day in the life of a high school barber? Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Like my life, a Filipino one too. Exactly. So it shows like the romance, the drama yeah. out, outside of the barbershop, and then he comes into the barbershop and deals with like like oh, different kinds shit. of people, and customers. You know what I mean? Imagine good, that being a sitcom man. show, bro. Yo, put me on that. <laughs> that'd, that'd, be, that'd be crazy. We can like feature like like artists, feature like you know, yeah, like, and based like, in Toronto. Exactly, exactly. Because no one's ever done that. Nobody's ever yeah. done that, and especially because look, look, look. You agree with me? Like anytime. There's um there's a Filipino in mainstream media goes bananas goes crazy mm. and I think it's because the Filipinos is so ride or die like look at a Pacquiao yeah, fight Pacquiao back. everyone everyone like all Filipinos mm -hmm. they they just look up to Pacquiao if there's a Pacquiao fight all the fam everybody's happen. everybody's exactly. there everybody's yeah. there it it doesn't matter if like any news you hear about him all the Filipinos are there yeah and I feel like that's how it is just look at um Olivia Rodrigo even though she's only half Filipino yeah we're claiming her yeah <laughs> you know exactly because I mean? you know it's Filipino there's so much pride and passion in the Philippines mm -hmm. right if someone's representing that flag yeah you know everyone's gonna support it yeah what do you think that stems from though because i mean you grew up there so yeah. you, you kind of know where it's like i never been i wonder if we're ever gonna be on a filipino tv show bro yeah what if you get invited to like gma i don't, I don't know yeah. i don't know because i don't even speak to god looks though yeah, me neither because <laughs> i always think about that too i'm like yo yeah. do, do you think do you think they scout us because right well what's your what's your following like on tiktok like your percentage so, like countries yeah so it's like america philippines like probably like 25 percent philippines what 25 percent yeah, yeah something like that yeah mine mine's yeah. mine's uh 10 percent philippines wow. and then it goes it goes u.s yeah US, philippines canada canada exactly. same for you yeah, same for me it's crazy see that's what i'm saying like anything anybody filipino everybody just hops on just just because it's one of us yeah you know? <laughs> like we stay together yeah we stay together which is dope because yeah. we don't I, I i don't know do you do you see that a lot with other cultures too kind of Kind of, but Filipinos is just like next level. Yeah. Who's your favorite like Filipino creator? Filipino creator. Um, I remember I used to watch this guy. He has the same last name as me. His name yeah. is Mikey Bustos. Oh yeah, yeah I know yeah. him. I know he used him. To make, yeah. Like those um parodies. Yeah. Songs. And he was, I think, I was American Idol. I'm not too sure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he's um. Everyone always asks me if I'm related to him. Man. Yeah, but I'm not. But um, yeah. So. <laughs> Would you ever want to go to the Philippines and be on those shows though? I would. Why not? Yeah, you know what I mean. So we can become Philippine. Yeah, how do we hit up? How, how do we hit them up, man? <laughs> I don't know. I, I honestly I don't, I don't know. Because no I mean, you could be an actor in there still. I I can't speak to Gallo, bro. But oh, true. Yeah. That's the only problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only problem, <laughs> really get man. Like any of those TV shows, man. Yeah. yeah, they don't even do English English out there like that, right? Yeah, like English TV I shows. Damn, I guess you gotta learn, bro. What, it might be worth learning. It's like I, I speak like Taglish. If you guys don't know what Taglish is, it's like like broken English and broken Tagalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mixed. What's what's your favorite Filipino food, bro? Filipino food. Hmm. You know that like you know what kara kara is? Yeah, yeah, kara kara. Yeah, that, yeah. that peanut butter like stuff, bro. It's fire. 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 Have you ever had the oxtail one? Oxtail. No, I haven't. So it's kara kara, but it's oxtail. Oh, I usually have so good, bro. 
Oh, the beef one, yeah. yeah. Or um, one of my favorites all time is adobo, bro. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course, bro. It's the OG. That's like that's like the spaghetti of Filipinos. It's the OG. So, with you being from the Philippines, have you ever heard any like crazy ghost stories or paranormal experiences, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, when I went to the Philippines, I was with uh, my dad. He took Where? me to Davao. What's that? So, um, it's just a place in the Philippines. You know, mm. I don't really know the ge- geography with it. Yeah, yeah. The places, but he took me to a place called Davao. Yeah. Right? So, and then we were walking around his hometown, and he's he's like, he passed me a piece of garlic. A piece of garlic. Yeah. Why? Or I don't know if it's garlic or ginger, but he passed me something. He's mm. like, put it in your pocket. I'm like. The hell you mean put in my pocket oh, I'm like, what and then yeah. and then i'm like, okay i was like okay whatever put in my pocket mm. and then he's like black magic oh black magic bro <laughs> he was telling me a story from when he was a kid yeah like he got lost mm. and as i was after making eye contact with a lady he got lost so he oh, just started walking shit. he just started walking and he didn't like realize anything so he was missing damn yeah. how did how did he get home um the way he got home i think like they were looking for him yeah and one of the people in the community they found him so he was put in like yeah. a trance yeah something like that that's crazy Scary, yeah you never know he's like don't look at anyone don't make eye contact with anyone that's what he told me mm. do you believe in that black magic bro honestly i do yeah honestly i, think, I, I do. think it's real bro because even just um just i'm, I'm heavy into spirituality too yeah, right yeah. just spirits in general like ghosts bro honest i think i think there's a certain realm that we can see but can't access because I look at it like this, like, look at my dog, right? Mm. We know what Wi-Fi is. It's connections for our phone, right? Imagine trying to explain Wi-Fi to your dog. They're not going to get it, right? But Wi-Fi is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. So what if there's another realm that's like Wi-Fi to us that we wouldn't get because we're not on that consciousness? Yeah. Right? And then that's like, let's say the spiritual realm where we see all of those ghosts and spirits come out. And maybe there's some truth to it, right? Because you hear stories all the time. Like, do you have do you have any other stories like that? Um, other stories. Have you ever been to a psychic, bro? A psychic? A psychic. Nah, I never been. I've never been to a psychic either, bro. But I heard stories where mm. it's like they can really see the future. Yeah. Yeah. Like the real. There's fake ones and then there's real ones. If you go to the legit ones, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, like I can't. I personally can't go see a psychic. I don't know, cause um, yeah. are are you Catholic or I am Christian? Catholic. Yeah, ca- Catholic. I'm Catholic. I'm Catholic too. So you know how they say we're not allowed to we're not allowed to do any of those um psychic readings. Oh, you didn't know that, huh? Even astrology. It said, yeah. it said, I think it's in the Ten Commandments, actually. Like, we're not supposed to follow into any, yeah. like, satanic rit- Like, it, yeah. it's quote-unquote it witchcraft. It is, it is, it is. You know what I mean? It's quote-unquote witchcraft. So, that's the problem, because I do want to see what it's about. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know if I'm allowed to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to do it. I can't. But I hear stories which makes me want to do it. Because mm. no. I'm scared, yeah, bro. At I'm the same time, because I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up my, I don't want to mess up my mojo. Yeah, you don't want to think like, oh, yo, this is gonna happen. I have to avoid it. You yeah, I mean? exactly. Because if your life is going so well, why would you wanna? Right. <laughs> but there's the positive rituals. You can tell them, hey, I don't want to hear any of this stuff. Don't tell me. Where they, they could just tell you like, oh yeah, just they'll tell you the positive. But what if they're like, yo, but you might want to hear this. <laughs> they're like. Bro. Yo, there might be some something you gotta worry about, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then you're like caught up and like, ah, shit. Yeah. You ever seen a ghost though? You ever seen a like ghosts? No, never, huh? No, not planning to though. Because <laughs> <laughs> yo, because I'm I'm doing more. Um, I did vlogs, right? Yeah. And I did vlogs exploring like haunted places. Oh, exploring haunted places. Where did you go? So we went to this. Um, I don't know if you know about Old Finch Road. Old Finch. It's Road. in Scarborough. Mm. It's a uh, school. No, it's it's a bridge. Bridge. so there's this bridge i did a whole vlog on it y'all know so 
I already see where this is coming. I already <laughs> see where this is coming. So there's a bridge where a girl was taken, like a teenage girl in high school. And what happened was she was kidnapped, taken under the bridge, and they raped her and killed her, right? On her birthday. So the... Yo, I just got goosebumps. No, <laughs> bro, just go- yeah. uh, as soon as you said that, goosebumps shivered right down my body. Oh, shit. Bro. Because apparently this is a, this is a true story. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's been said for so many years already. So the, the rumor goes that... If you go down the bridge really late at night, and especially on her birthday, you're gonna hear her screaming. Bro, I got, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> every time I hear these kind of stories, it's like, like, oh my god. And listen, listen. Like this is stuff is real too, you know. Yeah. So, like I, I wouldn't not expect it if I if I did that <laughs> bridge on her birthday. And so what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to sing happy birthday to her. And this is what I did in the vlog. You're supposed to sing happy birthday to her, and you might see an appearance of her. Or you might hear her talk to you. And did you? You guys got to find out. Link in bio. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing, bro. Because I really want to do all these explorations. But I don't know if I'm going to like bring something home, man. You got to be careful, man. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Maybe I got to bring the garlic in my pocket or something. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like just just bring lots of... uh, I feel like you should just bring people with you yeah energy mm-hmm. like you know when you're when you're with people it's like um you feel more power yeah you're not alone mm-hmm. you know what i mean so because i kind of had a theory with that too is yeah. where all of these like um paranormal experiences mm-hmm. they always happen in the middle of nowhere or when you're by yourself exactly right so i feel you ever heard like the simulation theory Mm-mm. what's that theory that we're all living in a simulation like the matrix never heard about that nope. no so elon musk he thinks there's a 50-50% chance that we're living in a simulation. And when we die, it was just all like a video game type of thing. Oh, my God. So this might not be true reality. And the outside world outside of this simulation might just be something like devastating. And we're trying to escape that through a simulation. So if you think about it like this, right? Um, video games. Yeah. In a sense, they're a simulation trying to escape this world, right? The way life is moving eventually we're going to get to a point where we can simulate life with VR, with whatever, bringing our brain consciousness into the machine. It's going to be possible. Have you seen that movie? There's a movie about that where they put their conscious into a robot. Oh, what movie is that? Chappie. Oh, it's Chappie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I never watched it, but I heard of it. Yeah. So no matter what, because our our technology is advancing and whether we like it or not, we're going to be able to do that. And Elon Musk said, if it ever comes to a point where we can, that means we're already in one. That ass. Like we're already in one. <laughs> oh my gosh. So going back to like yeah. paranormal shit, right? So what if anytime you see like a paranormal experience or like a ghost quote unquote um, apparition is because of like the matrix glitching or some shit? Because if you think about it, look, any anytime, anytime something glitches in a game is where you're in like the, the ends nobody really cares about and you're by yourself where the simulation doesn't have to work as hard. I mean, it doesn't have to load everything up as fast. But when a lot of people are in one area, you're not going to see that type of thing because the machine is working to keep it running to, to kind of account for all those people there, right? Wow. <laughs> if you think about it. That, that's insane. That could be insane. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe 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 that's what it's all about. But you do believe in ghosts, though. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Like yeah. spirits, mm-hmm. souls. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think happens after we die, bro? We all can't really answer that question. We can't. We don't know. Yeah. I feel like the truth is whatever our truth is. Yeah. Do you think that? What do you mean by whatever our truth is? Like whatever. Let's say. Well, what what if when we die is whatever our heaven is becomes it? 
Because everybody's different, right? There's so many other religions yeah. and nobody's wrong. But there's so many other religions, but they connect in a way. I feel like they're told in a different way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because we all have very similar... No, we all have the afterlife. Yeah. So it's, it's very similar. It's just told differently. Mm-hmm. Different like prophets and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, were you were you very um, religious? I, I used to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. You know? So it stopped because, you know, the whole lockdown pandemic. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, in the Philippines, there's these things. I don't know if you know. They're called... Uh, there's like these charms. Do you know what they're called? They're like these gold charms that supposedly give you like powers. You heard about it? No, I haven't. No? You wear it on like a necklace or you just hold on to it? No, it's like trinkets. I think, I think if you just hold it in your pocket or you can make it into a necklace. It kind of looks like your chain right now like kind of like a little pendant like that and then what what kind of powers does it give you supposedly strength or it can make you see ghosts it can do all these different things bro it's crazy i don't know bro. (laughs) like a blessed material yeah something like that something like that i wouldn't want to hold that though no no i wouldn't why not why not because i just live the life how it is how how it is right now just the present Mm -hmm. go go with the flow okay if, if you're given a chance to like Okay, you want to fast forward five years or go back five years? What would you do? Go back five years with the same knowledge I have now? Mm-hmm. I would go back five years with the same knowledge I have now. Yeah? I feel, I feel, I feel that. But what if, what if you don't take the same steps and your life changes for the worse? See, that's the thing. I always look at life, right? Like, like you said before, yeah. everything happens for a reason. And I always had this feeling in my career. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I was going to be successful. Like, I didn't even know what it was, but I already knew I was safe. I wasn't stressing about the future. Same as well. Yeah. Me too, bro. I never stressed. Mm-hmm. I was never good in school either. Yeah, me too, bro. I was never good in school. I fall asleep in class all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I fall asleep in class and I just told myself, like, I, I think I'm going to be good. Yeah, I don't know so why. I'm going to be good. Yeah. It, it's just that feeling. And I think those moments where you doubt yourself and where you think things are going to go wrong is yeah. when it happens. Yeah. If you doubt yourself, it, it will it will happen. Mm-hmm. You tell yourself, well, yeah, I'm just going to do this. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's cr- so crazy how that works. It's like, um, you know, for frequencies and vibrations yeah do you believe in that yeah i saw, 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 saw like a video where like sounds would play and then it would show like a certain formation where like there would be like um like salt oh yeah i seen that and then certain vibrations and uh, stuff would play and then it would set up a formation it would it would create like a triangle or like a square a circle it's crazy it's crazy and you think about it that's what happens with music right Mm -hmm. and when we listen to music we get a react we get an emotion and it's almost as if like it's a drug yeah right like you can feel a sense of euphoria you can feel a sense of adrenaline out of a song like what's your favorite like gym track you know what i mean a gym track yeah like something hype yeah yeah, something, something hype. hype. You yeah. listen to something hype and all of a sudden it boosts, it boosts you up. You, yeah. It boosts you up. So there's definitely something that we don't understand with frequencies, but these music industries do. Right? Maybe there's something behind it. Maybe there's because something it, behind it. It's the way it sounds. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it clicks emotions. Because yeah. it, it's so yeah. weird. Even just like language in general, we're just making sounds with our mouth, but we put meaning to it. Yeah expression it's so weird right because like look look at a dog talking to another dog they're just barking it sounds like barks but maybe they put meaning to their barks but we wouldn't understand it (laughs) it's crazy to think about stuff like that right because um i always had this theory that certain people in your life they they give off a frequency that makes you better and that's why it's so important to have good people on your team yeah would you agree i agree 100 percent surround yourself with positive people and then everything will be everything will be great Mm -hmm. do you think the moment right when you met those i guess 
those people that could guide you and kind of be better is where your life took off? Yeah. So I just took their blueprint. Yeah. I learned from their mistakes. They tell me the mistakes they've made mm-hmm. and I apply it to my, to, to my life. So mm-hmm. I don't make the same mistakes they make. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who's your biggest mentor? So my biggest mentor would... There's so many mentors. You know, there's a mentor for each thing, you know? Yeah. It could be a mentor about life, mentor about making money, mm-hmm. mentor about social media, mm-hmm. you know? So I can't really say who's my biggest mentor. You have a you have one for yeah. different things. Yeah, exactly. That's important. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. very important. I learn from their mistakes and I apply it to myself. So then I get there faster. Yeah. But again, it doesn't matter when you make it. As long as you're still breathing, mm-hmm. it's it's not... As long as you're still breathing, it's not too late. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I yeah. believe in that, bro. Um... You play sports and shit? Yeah, bro. I play yeah. basketball, man. You play basketball? I, I play basketball from grade 9 to 11. And the pandemic lockdown, so I couldn't play for grade 12. Oh, man. Yeah, all Filipinos play basketball. Because I seen you in the K Showtime video. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play, though. Yeah, you should have played with them still. Bro, I told them, like, yo, let's make a video. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do, like, beat me in 1v1. I'll give you a haircut. Something Word. Like that. you know I mean? Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I should do that. But you probably sauce me up. I haven't played ball in a minute, bro. You you played, like, FBA? I played, like, um. Oh, you played, like, rap? Yeah, I played uh, FIBA basketball, mm-hmm. like, Filipino leagues. And then um, I played um, OBA. Word, yeah. I never played ball. I, I never really? played basketball. Like, I played in in uh, elementary school, but like just for just for the school, I was on the basketball yeah. team. I feel like you're like a music guy. Do you do, you do any music? I, I play guitar. Guitar. Though. I, I, I play had guitar. a feeling you'd play guitar. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got the like the vibe. I don't know why. No, but I was a swimmer. Yeah. I was a swimmer actually. Swimmer, like a professional swimmer, like life like like uh, I was a competitive swimmer. Competitor. Yeah, and oh, then wow. and then that's when I became a le- yeah I became a lifeguard swim instructor, and then I went into kickboxing. But that's that's like that's my bread and butter now is like boxing, kickboxing. Boxing, yeah. I used yeah. to take kickboxing. I took kickboxing oh, for six months. Yo, I took kickboxing because I got jumped, bro. Word. I got jumped by like fifteen man. Nah, are you bro, serious? I was coming out of Wonderland, bro, and then yo, I wasn't even wearing a real by chain. yourself. Yeah, no, I was with like I was with my cousin. Yeah, I was with my cousin, two of my cousins, and bro, like I was, I was, you know, Wonderland, you know, outside the plaza. Yeah, like where the plazas are, where everyone gets food and stuff. So I, I went there, and then um, like fifteen guys. Oh like, shit! Like yo. I knew they were trouble, bro. Mm-hmm. So I kept walking. Yeah. And then after that, they they ran up to me. They're like, yo, fam, wait. Yeah. And then I'm like, like yo, what do you want? They're like, yo, nice chain. Snatches it right off my neck. Oh, fuck. I'm like, yo, that chain, it, was, it wasn't real, but it was from yeah. my uncle. Yeah. It, it had meaning to it. You know, so I was in that, I was put in that situation. What should I do? Mm-hmm. Should I get the chain back or should I yeah. just walk away? Mm-hmm. What'd you and do? They said they said run your bag, run everything that you have, your shoes, everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like this never happened to me before. I was, I think I was fifteen, mm-hmm. and then yo, I was furious. Yeah. I was so mad. I was like, I'm like, I, I didn't care that was, I don't care that there was fifteen guys. Mm-hmm. So I just, I had to fend for myself, bro. You, you fought know? them? Yeah, I fought them. I, I just, I went, I, w- I just went straight to that guy and I gave him a good like punch in the face. Word. Yeah, but my advice, honestly, is to no matter what the situation is, if if someone goes up to you and tries to take your stuff and threatens you mm. bro just give it you don't know if they're carrying a knife you don't know if they're carrying a gun i could yeah. i could have died that day bro yeah you know what i mean that's so, so it's true not worth it your life is not worth anything that's materialistic mm-hmm. just give everything that you have you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you got to be smart with it because yeah if you're outnumbered you got to know that right yeah. so that also humbled myself too mm-hmm. it, it taught me to be more aware of my surroundings be more aware of where i'm going mm-hmm. you know because i was walking i was walking tall thinking i'm the shit word before yeah but then so it was kind of like a lesson yeah, learned so it was a lesson learned yeah you know what i mean so yeah damn that's crazy yeah. where would you end up doing uh kickboxing though um i ended up doing it at this place in mississauga mm-hmm. yeah and then i was just kickboxing and it was more for like fitness and like learning self-defense oh so you, know, know, you I, never I, like went in yeah, competition no never really like fought any, anyone but oh, i was yeah. it's like the fundamentals of boxing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's i think it's it's really good like everybody in their life should learn a little bit yeah at one point yeah you know because you never know when you need to bust that shit out yeah, exactly <laughs> i avoid violence at all times mm -hmm. you know i'm very cool i'm a cool guy i'm usually the guy who would who'd uh calm people down yeah mm -hmm. communication That's and what i think it is those people that do know how to fight everybody i know that i trained with whenever they're in a situation like that they try not to fight because yeah. they know they can hurt them exactly and it's kind of like a mutual respect especially in the gym yeah. where you know there's somebody that could be better than you right and i think those people that do go looking for fights are the people that don't know how. they don't know how to fight because yeah. if you knew how to fight and you trained with fighters and you spar with them you know what i mean you've seen what it's like shit you know there's people that can fuck you up yeah bro <laughs> like you know there's some people out there that can fuck of you course, up of course so that's why it's so important like you gotta you gotta prepare yourself no matter what yeah. situation comes to hand yeah right so i think i did um i did i did boxing kickboxing for like almost eight years now yeah so mm -hmm. and i did competitions and shit though so that that's kind of like what drove me to do that that was my drive for it right uh what's what do you think your drive is for just cutting hair my drive for cutting hair it's just the passion yeah the passion anything you do with passion like you love kickboxing mm -hmm. you love doing it so you keep doing it you yeah. know like it's it's like it's not a job for you it's just get down to the details like, though like well, what's what's that feeling of like is it is it giving them a sense of confidence yes, is it like yes so that's the thing bro it's like after that haircut that i give them yeah that smile that piece of confidence that i'm able to give them mm -hmm. is what gets me going it's the drive mm -hmm. you know it's um that's one of the big reasons why i started barbering because i wanted to make people feel confident yeah yeah that's important like the way like the way i felt mm -hmm. when i first got my haircut i felt super confident i don't want to make other people feel that way too yeah that's real shit <laughs> you ever get like a really shitty haircut going on <laughs> yeah yeah it, i told him i love my long hair i love the curls and um i remember i told this guy just give me a little trim just buzzes it right down the middle Oh. yeah and i was like devastated i was like bro well he did that on purpose or like yo i don't even know it was back when i was in eighth grade but he just it's those moments that you will never forget that's crazy. a bad haircut yeah is a moment that no one will forget oh, yo give them some yeah. tips and tricks like well, what would you do if you had a bad haircut yo if you have a bad haircut <laughs> just don't pay for it let the barber know be like yo like you're doing me dirty you're not you're not cutting my hair right because <laughs> then you're gonna do it again to somebody else word you know what i mean so that's that's true exactly so you gotta so a lot of barbers nowadays like like they're losing the passion mm. they're losing the passion they're they don't care you know you're dealing with a customer you're dealing with another human being yeah so you know what i mean so it's it's their look it's their head so, you know <laughs> barbers are supposed to take care of people yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what we're trying to do Do you ever have to deal with like somebody that didn't like their cut or not um when i first started cutting hair yes. oh yeah yes when i first started cutting hair people would just be like extremely picky and be like one guy told once i cut his hair once i finished cutting his hair he told another barber to fix it where yeah, he got on my train he's like yo can you fix this i'm like bro seriously yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know like again don't let that bring you down yeah mm -hmm. don't, i did not let that bring me down i just kept i just kept going i was like okay next time i know mm, that's good because a lot of barbers they get very devastated and they just like you okay, can i'm gonna quit yeah yeah let me tell you this part where like when i first started cutting hair i would work from monday to saturday Word, and yeah. um after school i'd be there after mm -hmm. ball practice and then i'd put in four or five hours but i'd walk out at the end of the week with less than 200 dollars mm -hmm. imagine putting all this time and you're only walking out at the end of the week with less than 200 bucks i could have walked the i could have worked the like a, a a regular job a nine to five yeah, yeah. Exactly, part-time and then make more yeah but i just loved it so much it's just passion the passion drew me into it i love being in the barbershop mm -hmm. and then now look at it 200 bucks a cut mm -hmm. it's different now yeah so it's just through time this is only in the span of three and a half years that's crazy bro. Years, yeah that's good shit because i think as long as you have a dream and you protect it that will come to fruition no matter what 200 bro just as long as you put your head down work and know okay this is where i want to be at you'll get there mm -hmm. right all right we're running out of time but i want to ask you one last question so what is Jamil 
Bill's message to the world? What does he want to tell the youth? What does he want to see a change? What is his message? My message to the people is that as long as you have passion with something, anything is possible. Mm -hmm. So as long as you put in your heart into it, you can do it. Mm -hmm. That's my message to the people, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's good shit, bro. Thanks for coming on, bro. And um, I appreciate you, my guy. I, I wish you the best always. Yeah, you too, man. I hope to see your success. I, again, I want to I wanna be here back in like a couple years. And I want to celebrate with you, bro. Real shit, real shit. You got to celebrate. We'll do it, fam. We'll do, we'll it. do it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thanks for having me. Um, you want to plug anything? Yeah. So you guys can find me cutting hair at Platinum Hair Design on Kipling Lakeshore. And then um, you can check out my socials at JB Always Fresh, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. So yeah. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Um, Links in the bio. Check out my vlog channel if you haven't already. Links always there. Jumpers jump out.